Welcome to the Latin Wealth Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating the Latino community about entrepreneurship, investing, and business. Yo, what's going on, Latin Wealth family? Welcome to another episode to Wealth Wednesday, a new weekly show that we're putting out. Um, in addition to the Friday interviews, this Wealth Wednesdays is going to be more focused on relevant content, relevant topics, uh, trending news, and what's going on in the world from a Latino's perspective. Uh, we're talking about some some dope topics today. Um, you know, a couple of topics that we're speaking on is number one, we're going to touch on the student loan situation and some updates with that. And we're also going to continue the conversation on mental health, specifically mental health at work and how it's affecting a lot of workers in America. Uh, so stay tuned for those topics. We're going to dive into those. But before we get into those topics, my guy, Jeremiah, how you doing today, bro? I'm blessed, bro. I'm super excited for us being here. And it feels like we just keep getting better and better with the topics. I think it it's starting to be just more relatable. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, obviously we tell people to like, share, comment, let us know what it is that they want to talk about, because there may be some topics that we don't know about, but I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling the vibe. I'm enjoying this because I think that we're touching on stuff that's super relatable. Absolutely. I love it. And so before we get into those topics, what we also want to touch on is, you know, um, scamming, right? Hey. We're going to specifically talk about the black and brown community as yes, of recently, yes. There has been a couple people, a handful of people that have been coming out or have been exposed for scamming different communities. We're not going to say no names because there's been actually a handful of people that have been doing it recently, you know, where these gurus are coming out, they're selling courses and people are not being fulfilled or people are giving money to these influencers or to these people in business. And they're not getting, you know, whatever X on return on investment. There's just, there's a lot going on right now. And I think this is a good time to address it. Um, there's been, unfortunately, a couple people in the Latino community that have been um, allegedly, you know, been scamming. We're not going to accuse anybody. This is all alleged. Um, but, you know, we want to bring it up. We want to have a quick conversation about it. And, you know, and give you guys some practical steps on, hey, how can you decide who's a good person, who should you listen to, and so forth, right? Obviously, we're going to do our best to give you quality information. And it's funny because Jeremiah and I were talking before we hit record, and I'm like, man, seeing, you know, some of these people get exposed and, you know, these allegations and whatnot, I think we both agreed that we are beyond happy to take the slow road to success if that's going to mean standing on principle standing 10 toes on what we believe and not being fraudulent to our audience not destroying that right because i truly believe in building a community and I, I know the hard work it takes and and um i believe in this platform man and i i, I do all we do all this for you guys so we would do hate to do anything to destroy that um, so on our end, we're going to do whatever we can to continue to take that slow grind to success and to build this thing up. You know, a couple of things that we're going to continue to do is continue to fact check who we're going to bring on the platform. 
Um, you know, I, I think it's super easy just to find somebody with a big following and say, hey, you want to jump on the podcast? And, yeah. you know, they yeah. agree and you don't do any fact checks. But I think it's very important that we continue to do that, to look into, you know, who they are. Even I can take it a step further and, you know, have conversations with them and build a real relationship. Right. Because I want the people that we bring on this platform. I want the community to be comfortable with them reaching out, you know, right. I want, when I bring Jeremiah on, you know, I want people to feel confident, co confident to reach out to you because they know you're a good source. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, so those are a couple things that we want to definitely do. Um, it, it's extremely unfortunate, you know, to, to see and happen, but it's, it's business, it's life. It, it's going to happen. We just got to uh, keep our heads down, stay true to the game. And the way we're looking at it is it's kind of like a gap opening up in the Latino space, in this media space. So we're going to do our best to fill the void. All the time. And I think that, Chris, you said something that's that's like super key. Um, number one is that we're going to keep fat checking, right? We make sure that the people that come on, it's not just because they have a large following because – We've seen it many times before, right? Um, this is a horrible example, but I will say Hitler had a huge following, right? Mm. So I'm, I'm just saying, you never know how people's mindsets work. And the thing is, is to you know determine this person's heart. And just a couple things uh, on this before we move on, but just a couple things for myself that I know I can give you some practical steps to help you anytime that you're out here, you're discussing something with a possible guru or somebody like that. Number one, do your due diligence, right? That means go to Google, uh, Yelp, however, whatever, depending upon the service, and then go and research this person. Dig deep, right? Do some fact finding, like actually take the time out of your schedule to go in and research this person. See how deep you can get in, how much information, maybe possible references that you could call and check, right? And the second thing is if they're local, um, you know, then meet them in person or meet them via Zoom if they're, you know, somewhere else. But basically have a meeting to where you can do a vibe check by vibe checking. What I mean is get the interaction with them. And if that person doesn't vibe with you and you don't see that maybe it aligns to what you're trying to do, then just don't do business with them. And maybe they're a great person, but still you guys just don't align. Your mentalities are different or something Then just let it be. And so those are two things that I would tell you to help with. Obviously, we're going to do our part, Chris. We make sure that people are fact checked, that they're legit before they come on here. Um, but then at the end of the day, something that i heard and i, I feel like it, it is true is that people are still human and that you know mm -hmm. none of us know what the person's going to do two or three years in the future uh -huh, right and so what we can do is keep them honest and keep things legit for what we can do right now and you know up to this point so yeah 100 100 the same the same person that said that as you heard that from they also said <clears throat> if you're ever in a situation where you have to give money to someone else to invest on your behalf, it's yep. probably not a good idea. And I thought it's that was like it's the, not the a best good idea. rule of thumb ever. Like if you have to come out of pocket and do that, um, you definitely got to check out like what, what you're getting yourself into. And there should be some documents. There should be some lawyers involved, signatures and whatnot. Uh, yeah, but that's from a deeper point of view. That's from a deeper point of view, right? I mean, people are like, well, then. I mean, I pay my financial advisor. He's the guy said yeah. what he said. 
All I'm trying to tell you is this. Someone that's going to, there should be someone there to put you in power, to teach you the skills necessary, right? Or at least sit down and walk you through. And so you can see for yourself how to get to whatever goal that is. So I'm with it, Chris. I, I totally agree. 100%. Yep. Uh, I mean, in the meantime, we're going to do whatever we can. And, you know, we'll, we'll just, we'll just leave it at that. And on that note, we're going to switch topics a little bit. We're going to dive into the, the whole thing with the student loans and whatnot. Uh, we want to give you guys an update on this. It's, it's getting kind of crazy, but um, student loan payment, the student loan payment pause is quote unquote gone under the debt ceiling deal. So just to break it down briefly and Jeremiah, feel free to jump in if I miss anything. Speaker of the house, Kevin uh, McCarthy and the Biden administration, they had a meeting and they were putting together this debt ceiling deal, right? There's a couple of things that they agreed upon. And one of the, the one of the things that they agreed upon was that the, the student loan payment will actually end 60 days after the debt ceiling deal is signed. Now, before it was 60 days after the Supreme Court ruling. Now, if you heard our last podcast episode our last Wealth Wednesday episode, we broke it down. And to be honest, there's not a huge difference in in the dates. Uh, you definitely have to be prepared to start paying your student loans or for the student loans to come back in the month of September, September or August, right? right. So that's important. September, August, student loans are probably going to be back. We're going to be back to, to paying them off. Um, I, I did read that. In this deal, the student loan debt relief has been protected under this new agreement. So I'm not sure if that means like, hey, that there's still potential, that there could be relief, and they're just giving Biden some time to figure it out. But yeah. in the meantime, we're going to have to go back to paying off the student loan. So there's some, I mean, there's some stuff that you really got to think about it, right? So there's some people that are going to be grandfathered in. Obviously, you. I mean, it's been what? two years, a year and a half of them telling you, get your information in, see if you qualify, try to get as much debt as, as you can forgiven. Um, but paying attention to those dates is super important. Now, the wise thing would have been, what, Chris, during this whole time period when I wasn't paying into my student loans, because a lot of times I know some people that were paying like $250, $300 a month, maybe more than that, or you weren't paying that. Hopefully you were putting it into some type of either savings or funds to where that in, was invested and it was making money for you, right? Um, or, or or something like that, because now that it comes back around and I kind of felt that way, Chris, I don't know about you, but when I, when I saw that that's basically what Biden was running on and I'm not getting political, I'm just saying politics are politics. I was like, mm, I don't know how long that's gonna last. And so you kind of just gotta, you know, you can't bet on something politicians say and that's any politician so it basically just means have your ducks in a row um hopefully people invested the money properly mm -hmm. and so they can start taking a piece of that right hopefully that money grew and you can start taking a piece of that to pay back the loan um if you haven't I, I know some people that got forgiven well absolutely so if you didn't do that here are some other things that you can do with student loans fastly approaching okay. Number one, you can figure out what your student loan, your monthly payment is. Yep. Um, you can figure out what the interest rate on your loan is. Very important. Mm -hmm. um, 
Jeremiah mentioned a great point last week or two weeks ago. Figure out who owns your loan. It may who have been, yeah, mm-hmm. who owns the debt. Um, and also look into how you can pay off your loan earlier or even lower the monthly interest rate if you need to do that. Um, so these are some some steps, some very practical steps. You want to keep putting this on your guys' radar because we don't want this to slip up. Jeremiah said, like, yo, if you're not, you can't just say I'm not going to pay this off because they're going to. It doesn't work like that. It don't work like that, right? It's the government. They're going to get their money somehow, right? So you you might as well prepare yourself as much as possible right now, right? 100%. Yep. And and I'm hoping that, and if anything, what what, what do they say, Chris? History repeats itself when it's not learned, right? And so maybe this time you didn't learn it and you didn't set money aside because you just thought it was going away for good. Stuff like this will happen again. This will be this will be brought up later again by another president who'll come back up, right? And so what do you do? It's the same thing with the pandemic. If you didn't learn to scale and grow your business during the pandemic because you weren't ready, you didn't you weren't right. So you got to learn these things in the time period when they happen and you maybe even write that lesson down. Hey, next time this comes, I'm gonna be putting money over here and doing this and doing that. So that way, if it comes back, you've already made money and you're not really, you wouldn't be worried about it, right? You can start paying it off again off the interest that you made, so. Absolutely. Love it, love it. Speaking about making money, Mm -hmm. um, there was another article that came out that says workers' mental health took a dive in um, 2023, right? And this was an article by Yahoo Finance. Um, there is a pool of over 1,100 workers, and around 34% reported their mental health levels were lower than six months ago. Um, it said that it also show it also showed that employees are working even harder than ever, and the problem is workers feel overwhelmed and unable to take a break. Now we've been talking about mental health before this article, a couple episodes. Uh, if you guys know me, I'm huge on mental health. I'm huge on you got to take care of yourself first. Yeah. Like let's let's just be honest. Let's have a real conversation here. The majority of these companies, of these big corporations, they don't give a damn about any of us, right? They, they just want you to clock in and produce. That's all they want, right? So I'm huge on you got to take care of yourself first, because I know people are like, yo, I gotta. I got to make money for my family and whatnot. And I'm like, yo, if, if you're not taking care of yourself first, how do you expect to take care of somebody else? It's like that. It's like the thing where we we hop on an airplane and they're like, yo, they're exactly. They, they're giving you as I, the uh, emergency instructions. And they're saying when the oxygen mask comes down, put it on yourself first before you put it on your wife, before you put it on your kids, anybody else. Take care of yourself first. It's extremely important. And I, I just feel like, man, we're, we're at a point where as society, we are just working ourselves to death, right? We're not, for one, we're not taking care of ourselves. We're not taking care of, we're not even enjoying life either, right? And my thing is, and I'm saying all of this from experience. I know I, I'm young and whatnot, but I've been in a couple roles where my mental health was affected, where you know, I would work remotely and there is my office in my home. I wouldn't even, after my shift, I wouldn't even like going 
over to that area because I would be, begin to get anxiety. You get anxiety? I'd get anxiety. I'd get like worried. Like I start thinking all these thoughts. So I wouldn't even like to go by my computer. And what were that, some of the symptoms? What was maybe some of the symptoms? If you could share maybe some of the symptoms that you started getting or that you noticed that told you, hey, I don't know about this. Like I'm, my mental health is suffering. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> my, I mean, that that was one of the things I was going to yeah. say, like, yo, having yeah. an accountability partner. Yeah. And if you are that partner, call out your the person that's dealing with you. They may not even realize it, that they're going through these mental health challenges because I see 34 percent. And who knows? The number can be higher. There can sure. be more people that are don't even know that they're going through these things. Sure. So if you see your partner that's acting out of norm, that's, you know, for me, I, after work, I was extremely tired. I didn't want to work out. I didn't want to do nothing. I was just like, my energy was level. I wasn't this upbeat person. And right. my wife was like, yo, like, what, what's going on right now? Like, you got to do something about this, right? right? So having an accountability partner, having somebody there to recognize like when you're off and to hold you accountable is key. If you don't have that, you got to know yourself. You got to know like when your your anxiety levels up, if, if you're stressed, if you're depressed, whatever the case is, you have to realize these things. It's an, an really important for you to take action on them. My bad if I just went off, but like I'm I'm like I, I'm deep on you this did. man. Like I, I'm tired you of did. people like not putting themselves in the position to enjoy the fruits of life. And yeah. we only get there's maybe some people out there that believe that we got multiple lives but i believe we only get one of these things right and yes you got to work you got to play hard play smart whatever the case is but you also got to take care of yourself and it doesn't mean you got to do anything extreme it can be like yo go get you a massage or something like that do something that you've never done before yeah i think that i think it's funny i remember us having something um we're part of a group chris and myself right um, accountability group actually and i remember there was a challenge that came in and said do something for yourself one day out of this week chris it's no like literally it's no coincidence that that was the hardest challenge for everybody in the group it's the craziest thing tell someone to go do something nice for someone else we had a challenge where we said hey be uh, be be gracious and have gratitude for for those around you. Um, share that love with other people. That was easy. We all could do it. Everybody was posting pictures, everything good. But the second that we said, hey, do something for yourself, it was the hardest thing ever. Mm -hmm. Very few people reported it. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't, you didn't see too many people checking in, right? And so that just tells me we struggle as a society with taking mm -hmm. care of ourselves. We're constantly placing other people in front of us. And there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that, right? Um, a lot of us, that's religious. The religions that we are in tell us to, you know, care for your neighbor and love thy neighbor as you love thyself. But listen to what it said. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. I said a quote probably a couple of weeks ago, Christian, you were like, bro, yeah, where yeah, I said, yeah. if you had a friend, right, yeah. who talked to you the way you talk to yourself, they that's wouldn't it. be your friend anymore. That's it. Think about the negative Right. The negative conversations you have, 85 percent of the conversations you have every day is with yourself. And think about what you tell yourself. Think about how you treat yourself. Not eating right. Not mm -hmm. going to sleep on time. Right. Working at a job that doesn't value you and you know it. 
the people around you at that job are all negative and so that negativity spews onto you you go home you spew that negativity onto your onto your significant other or your children all this stuff happening and it's a continuous cycle and then you wonder why your kids go to school and they do crazy stuff at school Mm. think about it and so we're talking Mm. about deep conversation about mental health and the reason why people um it's they're saying they're scared of you know the job security and the things that's going on and people like oh that's because of ai no dude it's because we're not taking care of ourselves Mm. right Mm. um and i think we're at a tipping point like you said chris i think we're at the point where as millennials my generation and then yours as a as a well you're still a millennial but people outside of that generation z right and everybody moving forward we have to start thinking away from the corporate mindset Generation X and everyone back before us thought about the, you know, work for 40 years, get a 401k, blah, blah, blah. That's that's old. It's obsolete. That type of thinking, that won't get us to where we need to be as a society. And I think the way we've constructed in the system that we have, that's probably kept us in the way that we are right now. I'm like you, Chris. Mental health is utmost important. If I'm not feeling it, if my boss is an a-hole and my boss is treated, mistreating me, and it's causing disruption in my homes and I can't treat my wife or my children like I need to be treating them. Right. I got to take time off. Right, right. That's more important. hundred percent, hundred percent. And shout out to, I want to give a shout out to, you know, the jobs out there, yes. you know, specifically my wife. She mentioned to me the other day that for the summertime, her job is giving the employees the options to take Friday or Mondays off. Exactly. For for the summertime, you know, additional day off, you know, offer remote, um, yeah. offer mental health benefits. You know, I will say one of the last roles I was at, they did offer uh, mental health services. So where if you want to talk to a therapist, you can do that. So that's dope. So shout out to the jobs that are doing that. But let's not rely on, you know, the jobs. Take care of yourself self first. If they offer these services and whatnot, these days sure. off, I mean, that's just a cherry on top. I mean, take the take the examples look at the companies that are that are thriving using those type of examples google is probably one of the biggest examples that you can find right they have a campus it's more like a college campus open seating they don't have cubicles there's bean bags everywhere there's great food in the cafeteria that's for free they can eat whenever they want there's no due dates on the work right and somehow work always gets turned in ahead of the time that the you know the c suite people would think to ask for it to be turned in and so there's examples of very successful companies that are doing what you're saying, putting the actual workers first and their well-being, and it's profiting them. Obviously, Google, Al- Alphabet is a parent company. They're winning financially. Yeah. We all know that, right? And so my thing is, is it's not as if the companies can't do it. It's that we're having a hard time breaking away from that old thinking. But shouts out to your wife's job. Yeah. And shouts out to everybody that put themselves first. Shouts out to the people that say, no, I'm mm-hmm. not coming in the work today. <laughs> um, I, I need a mental health day. I'm not yeah. coming in. Yesterday, yeah. I was ticked off, right? You talked to me any type of way. You told me I wasn't crap. I'm not coming in today. You figure that out today. Mm. I'm not coming in today. And so shout out to you guys, anybody that's doing that, man. We want to give you the strength and the confidence to keep pushing and putting yourself first. Love it. Love it. Um, and with that being said, we can start wrapping up this episode. That always, we're going to leave the links to the articles in this description. Um, not. I did have one last word, you know, something that, you know, throughout this conversation and the beginning of the conversation that I think we need to do more of is don't be afraid. This is just something random, but don't be afraid to build with who's around you. 
right? Sometimes we look at the other side. We look at people with bigger followings and, you know, more money, whatever the case is. We want to join their circle. We want to do what they're doing. But oftentimes the people that we're meant to build with are the people around us, the people that have the same amount of followers that we have or that are same, whatever the case is, right? Um, not saying that, and that can go one or two ways. They can, you know, I'll just say that there's people around you that have the same mindset of you, that they want what you want. They're yeah. out there. You just have to find them, right? And I, I feel like I've got caught up at a younger age where I seen these people with big platforms and I'm like, if I can just join their circle, I'll be successful and this, that, and the fifth. But like, I feel like, no, like you build with the people that are around you. There's people that are have the same mindset as you, that are in the same environment as you, that want to grow as well. 100%. Get it out of the mud. A lot of people don't want to build it, right? You always see a lot of times that people talking about um, building out a process, building out their company or their organization. The thing is, is the vision was given to you. It wasn't given to everybody. Yeah. Right. So obviously, if that's your vision, then it's up to you to, to you know, fulfill it put in the time necessary and if you wanted to stay honest and pure you got to stay honest and pure right yeah. or else the vision is corrupted so 100 yeah. i agree with you yeah love that love that with that being said it's latin wealth family you guys check out the last two friday interviews that we put out Man. And the <laughs> yeah just I, damn so i, I want yeah. to say before we got off let me let me hang on guys <laughs> can i can i wait a minute wait wait a minute Chris, let me give you your flowers, bro. I, you know, and if you're watching this later on, drop some love for Chris because not only has this gentleman been able to elevate himself, he is elevating the guests. Like I'm looking at the guests. The guests are progressively just getting like the, the topics are getting deeper. They're giving more. It's more vulnerable. Last conversation, truly just life altering paradigm shift for me. I love the conversation. So, Chris, shouts out to you. Shouts out to your guests. Two very powerful women in the game of in, of industry. Shouts out to them. And yeah, yeah, bro, I just want to give you your flowers because you guys are doing a phenomenal job with the Friday conversations. And these guests are just crazy, man. So shouts out to you guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm, bro, my, my mindset is like, I want these conversations to be so good that the next conversation they have, they're like, man, it's, this this isn't as good as, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's my mindset, man. So, uh, but I, I appreciate that word. That means a lot to me. Um, you guys go check out those episodes. Go check out the previous Wealth Wednesday episode. And it's the Latin Wealth family. We'll guys catch you guys next week. Peace. See ya.